Kane's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted independent American Standard Air dealer. And owner Chris Wedekin sells the Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, a great option for heating and cooling where ductwork can't be installed. If you have one of those homes that has baseboard heat or electric heat, ceiling cable heat, these can be specifically designed for those houses because in those houses it's very difficult to have them do all the construction and remodeling that goes with adding ductwork into those types of homes. Find out more by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted independent American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. Charlie Arnold of Outkick joins us. Make sure you catch her upcoming show, getting ready to launch on Outkick right before football season. Miss Charlie, how the hell are you? I've been good. Nice to talk to you guys again. So we're going to get remembers? In- Wait a minute. Again, right. Wow. Right. We were going to ask, like, you came on our podcast show at a bar a number of years ago. This is before you became Next Level Superstar, and you kicked it with us bums, and we had drinks, and we had a good time. We thought for sure there was no way you remembered that. Oh, my God, of course I remembered it. Well, come on. I, what, do you, what do you think? I've got The reason I've got to where I've gotten is since I'm a highly intelligent woman. I remember things. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, man, we're excited for all the success that you've had from Fox 59 going through ESPN, of course, the UFC, the WWE, and now OutKick. Uh, So congratulations on all of your success. Let's get into it here a little bit. So you posted a tweet the other day that I thought was really interesting. You were talking about RFK Jr. Now, this is the dude running against Joe Biden. He's not getting any attention from the mainstream traditional media but at the same time he's pulling close to 20 percent of the vote here so my question to you charlie does joe biden have a problem or is this more of rfk jr resonating with people yeah i don't think i would call it a problem because the thing with rfk jr is he just is as you know from a democratic standpoint there's just so many issues that i don't think he falls in line with the traditional values that they hold right now which are mostly insane uh but that's you know a conversation for another day uh so i don't really see too much of a threat i mean joe biden will be the candidate i don't care what happens unless he is deemed to just be unfit to serve which i do think is a very definite possibility but if it's not him I firmly believe it's going to be Gavin Newsom. So I don't think RFK Jr. really poses a threat. Um, I think he more will attract the uh, votes of the independent thinkers rather than the Democrats. But, you know, he's he's interesting. And I think for once, even conservatives are looking at him saying, hmm, you know, I don't know that I would necessarily vote for him, but it's not something they were just writing off automatically, which I like. I think it's nice to have candidates who don't confine themselves into those stereotypical boxes as far as political parties go. So, and listen, he's got a great body, so it's something nice to look at, if nothing else. He is pretty cut. Like, Joe Biden's go-to insult is, how many push-ups you want to do here, Jack? (laughs) That's right. He can't do that with RFK. (laughs) RFK will whip his ass in that category. I know. It's like two very different like threats or like sentences coming from Joe Biden where it's like, 
okay, Grandpa, shut up. And then from <laughs> RFK Jr., you're like, oh, my God, please don't hurt me. <laughs> yeah, last thing on RFK Jr. here is, yeah, we know Joe Biden's going to be the nominee unless he decides to step down for health reasons or whatnot. Or but- he's impeached by <laughs> Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> There's that, yeah, too. Right. right. Uh, but, man, I think it's really telling that this guy, RFK Jr., is getting about 20% of the vote. To me, yeah. that's an indictment on Joe Biden more oh than it is God. anything else. Oh, my God. Listen, Joe Biden indicts himself. I mean, <laughs> every day he's saying just the stupidest things like yesterday talking about how Putin in, is involved with the, you know, uh, Iraq and uh, whatever. Yeah. He said. And it's just it's just embarrassing because we are the greatest country in the world. And we have a leader who literally just he's he's just senile. He, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of sad in a way because. You know, you make fun of him, but this guy is clearly losing his mind. Like, even he showed up yesterday with the the band on his face, the imprint. It's from, like, a sleep apnea device. Like, we just have a completely unfit president, and and the rest of the world can't even take us seriously. I mean, think about all the world leaders who hold power or consider themselves of high regard, which, you know, is all of them. Uh, And they're just like, okay, this guy... Uh, what, what, you know, what are, what does the United States come to? So it's, it's very embarrassing, actually. <laughs> Charlie Arnold with us of OutKick. So how has your summer of pride been going, Charlie? Because according to uh, Admiral <laughs> Rachel Levine, it's no longer just Pride Month. It's the summer of pride. Oh, well, if you ask the White House just the other day, Joe Biden, again, we have to bring up this idiot again, once again. He was like, happy Pride Month, happy Pride Year, happy Pride Life. And I'm like, oh, my God, why? Yeah. Why? And you know what? Here's the other thing. I, I live at the epicenter of where the Pride Parade just took place this past weekend. I was barricaded in my apartment, like, I, and not by personal choice. I just, I couldn't get out. Like, there was barricades everywhere. I, I had to, like, walk two, three blocks in one way and go down the street just to get to the coffee shop that was right down the block from me. So it was infuriating for that matter, but also just the scenes that I witnessed were just disgusting. And I actually feel for a lot of that community who lives their lives in a very decent manner. You know, they just want to be themselves. Right. So what did you see specifically? Because that's the big argument. I have no problem if somebody wants to have a wholesome pride parade where they're proud of who they are, they're proud of who they love, that's fine. But when you have grown men in diapers twerking in front of kids, that's where you draw the line, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, like, signs celebrating abortions. There were signs for, like, top surgery surgeons. There was... Uh, you know, I walked into a hotel actually down the street from me because I was going to have brunch and I had a rooftop and it was a beautiful day. So I was like, okay, let me go have lunch on this roof. And I walk in and immediately I see this little boy. He's half naked, looked like he had just jumped out of a pool. I'm not sure if he was in a pool or just happened to like be shirtless for another reason, but he was young. I'm talking like maybe seven years old. And I asked the hostess and I'm like, what's going on over there? Because it was just a weird like thing to see. And she's like, oh, there's a drag brunch or a drag show. And I'm like, you're joking. Because, like, the first thing I saw was this half-naked little boy. And I'm like, wow. uh, suddenly, I was like, I'm sorry, I cannot support this restaurant. I can't be here. And I left. Uh, but it was just it's just things like that that really make you mad. Because it, it's one thing uh, to, to want to live your life and, you know, do it as you – know, fine. Like, we don't care what you do. Like, right. We, I, you don't care what I do. I don't care what you do. But don't involve the children. And don't be degenerate about it and don't make a scene like it's just it's easy. But the problem is there's like a subsect of the LGBTQ community who all they want to do is make a scene. And their whole goal is to brainwash children. And it's just gotten to the point where I I think a lot of people have a hard time getting behind the community. And that's 
it's actually hindering them it rather is. than helping them. It is because pride at one time was worth honoring. It was a right. way to 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 honor the struggle that homosexuals faced for decades in this country. Civil rights and the kind of we're here, we're queer, we're coming after your children chance. Oh my God, stop. Um, you know, actually robbing the 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 homosexual community of their achievements that are worth to them they've celebrating. Hijacked it. They've yeah. hijacked Precisely. it. They've bastardized it. Precisely. Charlie Arnold with us. So take me through as a UFC uh, aficionado here, Charlie. Take me through Elon Musk against Mark Zuckerberg in a cage match here. <laughs> because very few people can break this down the way that you can. You are the pro's pro when it comes to these types of situations. Musk against Zuckerberg. What are we talking about here? So what we're talking about is a fight that could actually happen. I think that's the biggest question. Like, is this, you know, is this a joke? And it is not a joke. Uh, even I, when I saw it on my Twitter, I was like, oh, ha ha, like Elon Musk trolling once again, which is one of my favorite reasons to follow Elon Musk. But Dana White reached out to both of them personally. <laughs> he already had a pretty good relationship with Mark Zuckerberg because Mark Zuckerberg has been training in jiu-jitsu for some time now. So him and Dana White became buddies, you know, just through their commonalities. But he reached out to both of them. They both said they're dead serious about it. Like I said, Mark Zuckerberg already trains in MMA. Elon Musk, not so much. But also, if we know anything about Elon Musk, what he wants, he gets, uh, such as his acquisition of Twitter, uh, which he was willing to pay way over value for. But he's doing it for the greater good of our world. It's not just because he wants to own a tech company. And um, I think that he's going to put in some serious hours in the gym. I know that there are several people who have already offered their services to train him, such as I think Tito Ortiz is one. Okay. Um, who, else, I, who else did I see? I saw um, it's escaping me right now, but there's another name who also said the same thing. They're willing to train Elon Musk because everybody who has some common sense and is on you know the side of the good guys wants Elon Musk to win. So I don't know. I think it could end up being a, a real good fight. And even if it's not a great fight, you know everybody is not going to be able to help themselves but to tune in. So it will be, like Dana White predicted, the best-selling fight in history. I kind of feel like uh, the gambling degenerate in me, Charlie, feels like I did when the Colts used to play the Patriots in the playoffs. I want one side to win, but if I'm betting money, I'm betting the evil empire here. I want yeah. Elon Musk to win. I want him to win so bad, but I got a feeling that weirdo, pasty white dude from Facebook is going to beat the <laughs> hell out of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually funny. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. It'll it'll be fun uh, just to see. I think the the working up towards the fight uh, once it's eventually booked, um, just to hear the developments. I'm sure they'll both be putting out content constantly uh, about their training and all that. So that'll be fun as well. Hey, one more thing before we let you go. We're speaking with Charlie Arnold, uh, her new morning show uh, on OutKick debuting very soon ahead of the football season. And she's also a Fox News contributor. Uh, Charlie, just tell me what your experience at OutKick has been like for you so far and, and why you decided to leave ESPN and go there. Yeah, so the experience has been phenomenal so far. It's just really cool to be able to speak so freely about really anything. I mean, I'm talking sports, I'm talking politics, I'm talking news, pop culture. And I think anybody who has known me, uh, whether you've gotten a glimpse of me, professionally, it's been kind of tough because throughout my career, I've had to kind of keep a, a muzzle on it. Uh, but if you know me from a personal standpoint, you are not at all surprised to hear me saying the things that I'm saying. So uh, it's nice to be able to publicly say those things and have a platform to do it in a platform where they also believe 
in having free speech, in speaking, you know, your truth and all that. And I think it's great. And I love that I'm not confined to one topic. I can really show my range. And I'm just super excited for this morning show because I always knew in my heart I was meant to be on a morning show. I just have the energy. It's the time of day I feel at my best. And I love having the ability to wake up with people and fill them in on what they need to know and bring a smile to their face. And the coolest thing about the show is because it hasn't even been created yet, there's so much freedom in terms of creativity and what it can be. And it's cool to be on the ground floor and just be able to, as I imagine, watch it grow uh, from day to day, month to month and year to year. Well, Charlie, we're excited for you. You still got a crap ton of fans here in Indy. We're rooting for you and we'd love to have you back on the show. Anytime. All right, Charlie Arnold of Outkick. This is the Hammer and Nigel Show.